Hello and welcome to episode 168 of How About This? It is getting close to Christmas. Time to tune into How About Thismas. Christmas is a time to be merry. Listening to Rick, Carl and Jason Geary. 43 is the number of nights through which you have to slumber in order to make it from dismissmas all the way right through to Christmas and if you have a drink at Christmas and Werner goes all existential on your ass and don't forget to fart in his glass or Jackie from the Cupboard Foundation will condemn you to eternal damnation. Well, judging by that theme song, uh, this is the Christmasmas episode. Christmasmas. Thank you, Bondi, for that uh, uh, theme song. I think it's the second year we've been able to use that, so thank you for submitting our very Christmassy cream, theme, cream song. Yes, cream it's song? our cream, it song. cream song. It's the, it's the cream of the crop. <laughs> it is. The it cream is. rises. To the top. Uh, every year. Once a year. Yeah, once a year, once the cream year, rises. I've got a case of the Rick Browns this morning. <laughs> That's all right. There's nothing wrong with the, with, with some regitis. <laughs> Just harness it. Use that. Uh, Use that weird wordificating. Yeah, wordificating cream songs. That's a whole new thing. It's a new category on on Spotify now. And any listeners out there who um, do have any cream songs that you might want to send through to us, we are always on the lookout for more sweet, creamy um, content. (laughs) So, um, I mean, I know. Gee, Jason Raul had the chance to give us a theme song as part of his dismissmas. That never happened. Well, he he just said, "Can't do it. Not doing it." Wanted to do it, just my, my body just wouldn't operate in a way that allowed me to do it. It's not the Raul way. He can't. He can't, he can't get it. He can't psychologically, get his head in the space. physically, emotionally, he's detached from music. He can't even listen to music. He said, <laughs> "I don't even know what music is anymore." Um, he's dead in the soul. Um, and he, he, he listened to so much music to try to understand music that it crippled and crushed him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and we said, "Hey, just let it go. This okay. is past. You can it's no gone. longer." You can no longer do it. Sure, you failed us, but that's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> but as we've said many times, I mean, dismiss this penance. It's there for you to do, but you don't have to do it. You, you don't can have just to. continue to live with the guilt. And I, I imagine, if anything, that guilt and shame is compounded now yeah. oh, by the fact that he can't yeah. enjoy music at all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he's suffering in his own way, yeah. uh, his own Which very is what personal is all about. public way. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's causing and compounding the pain that people are suffering. <laughs> Cream songs. But Whereas uh, Stuart Bond, Bondy, is uh, well ahead of the Christmas curve. And he's got he's got he's Christmas got, he's credit. Got, he's got credit <laughs> in the bank. He's got chutney credit. <laughs> that's right. He's, 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 he's in England, living in England. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or so he would have you believe. Ah, I yeah. believe he's a super spy. Yeah, he's working with Jackie Bond. Bond. Stuart Bond. Bond. <laughs> it all adds up. It does. It makes sense now that you say his first name second and his second name first. <laughs> and then repeat his like second that. name. Again. Yeah. Um, I just Shit. had to put him into context for you, Carl. No, hey, Carl. It makes can, sense. Can we try to, just to see how your life will be different? Yes. For all of January. Yeah. Anytime anyone asks you your name, you yeah. say McConnell. Carl McConnell. McConnell. Carl McConnell. Like that. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. All right. Um, how should people ask you your name in a we month? Should, oh, uh, oh, everyone. Everyone I see. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? What's your name, man? What's your name? <laughs> um, 
Yes, that is good. I, I, the only way that my name has been said weird, I remember when we used to do gigs um, with our good friend uh, Colin Bette. Um He would always introduce us. It would always be first name, yeah. and then uh, comma, and then first and then name. first name, second name. Yeah. So it would be this is Carl, Carl McConnell, yeah, yeah, Jason, Jason Geary. Yeah, and I was just to, um, yeah. I, I always like, wanted to say something, and I never did. No, like yeah, I I was, and I never do. Like he yeah. says it, and I just want to go. Hi, I'm Carl Carmichael. I'm yeah. Carl Carmichael. First name Carl, second name Carl. I'm, it's, it's like we're all in, in excess. Yeah. yeah. Or you can call me Carl Carl. Carl Carl. <laughs> hey, Carl Carl. Rick Rick. Rick. Yeah. And but now you're McConnell Carmichael. McConnell Carmichael. Yeah. And I'm Brown oh, Rick Brown. Mc- my name McConnell, is hard Carl, enough Carl, to McConnell. say. <laughs> what? McConnell. Carl Carl McConnell. <laughs> uh, there's so many ways yeah. to uh Names, to guys. Name. These are the cream names. <laughs> You know, I, I was thinking during the week that that uh, other podcasts I listen to, yeah, uh, people introduce themselves. We've never done this, and as, in fact, there's even been uh, people on uh, online going, "Whose voice is whose?" Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, so maybe at the start for the new year, we, we probably won't do this. Uh, if our track record is anything to go by, right. we should go. Hi, I'm mm. Jason, and this and uh, uh, introduce us. <laughs> I'm Carl McConnell. Carl McConnell. We're enigmas. Yeah. Um. But you learn a lot more about us if you engage with us on social media. Yeah. Because um, speaking of doing things that we promised to do, we've been ticking things off the list. Oh, yeah. The yes. end of the year came around. We were like, fuck, let's get on this. Yeah. And when we say ticking things off, we ticked one thing off. One thing off. off. <laughs> we uh, one thing. Well, I'd say no. at least two. Yeah, at really? Least uh, look, because we did the we did the, the, the carriage ride. We did, anyone, yes. who, anyone who follows us on Facebook would have seen a live video pop up. Uh, you either watched it live uh, or you caught it uh, on its many, many repeats. It's, it's available to to watch whenever you like, so head to our Facebook page and see Jason, Jason Geary, uh, Carl <laughs> McConnell, Carl, Carl McConnell, and Brown Rick Brown um, on a, a horse and carriage ride through Melbourne. And, uh, and, uh, shall we? Let's talk, let's delve into that. I know we haven't got the facts just I yet. No, Christmas is a time of madness, and we can Christmas do things in any order we want. I feel like we should have a feast on the table. We don't. We have Kirk's Kirk's ginger beer. It's as a feast. A- it's a feast of twelve teaspoons <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> And I will not podcast without it. In a single can. <laughs> I do feel weird um, knowing yeah. there's that much. So, yeah, we were in the middle of our little uh, sort of how about this Christmas party, yeah. uh, end of year, um, which is just us, sort of, you know, getting drunk in the city. Pretty sure. Much, yeah. It's not classy, starting but it's effective. Fi- starting fights. Um, and in that um, sort of joyful state of, of festivities, we thought, you know, we could do this. We yeah. could get in the horse and carriage. Yeah. And, and then we, we wrote walking. it off. We wrote it off. We went, where the fuck are we going to get a horse and They're carriage from these the days? They're all outside. We were bang in the middle of the city. Yeah. yeah. And we are like, there's no way we're going to get a horse and carriage. We thought about it. We're not going to walk to the art centre right yeah. now. We're all a bit drunk. Yeah. Oh, well, let's go to another bar. Yeah. That, yes. that's, that was the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And we're walking through Chinatown. Yep. Yep. Up Little Burke Street. And magically. Just right there, parked in Little Burke Street. Yeah. Something I'd never seen before. Ever. Never before. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. It was just a bloody horse and carriage. uh, For us. Was it real? It felt real. I I think so. I don't know if anyone else could see it. (laughs) It was just for us. It was a Christmas miracle. What we thought was a horse and carriage ride was us drunkenly standing in the middle of the street. (laughs) (laughs) Just going. (laughs) Just getting piggybacks off strangers. But uh, we fixed it in post. The CGI was effective and the video really looks like we're in a horse and carriage. And it was like, we're just looking at each other going, should we? Should we? we? We basically thought we pretty much have to. I mean. It's there. The universe has said, guys, 
Here's a horse and carriage. Get him a bloody we, horse and carriage. Had, Just we as you were talking, talking about, about it, horse and carriage. we had Googled it and found out that it cost $120, $130 yeah. for yeah. a half hour ride. Yeah. And we're like, Steve, but what price? What price content? <laughs> what price of doing what you said you were going to do 12 <laughs> months also, ago? Uh, you know, if, if our generous donations by Patreon supporters can't go to fulfilling promises this, for this very podcast. This is exactly why we need sweet, sweet Patreon subscribers. Yeah. So that we can, on a whim, jump in a horse and carriage. <laughs> as promised on many, many, many podcasts. And also keep the podcast live and yeah, yeah. Up, up online. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. There is a lot of expense. This is an expensive podcast. Uh, I want to say hobby, but um, I get very little joy out of it. Yeah, so it's, 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 more, it's more of a chore. labor. This is a, an expensive, expensive chore. Drudgery. That's <laughs> to mind. And so uh, we, uh, Rick went up to the, uh, the – there were two drivers. Yes. Uh, yeah. A female and a male. Dressed in fancy, you know, yeah. fancy – what is like, that? Sort of dressage kind of yeah. horse and yeah, carriage. Kind of jod- red jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Red jacket. Yeah, yeah. Top like hats. they were going to be riding in the Olympics. Yeah. Yep. It's not a sport. <laughs> um, so we went up and um, we asked how much, how much for a ride, um, and they said hundred bucks, and we were like bargain. What might have sounded expensive to your average Joe Joe tourist to us who had googled <laughs> Joe Tuesday, <laughs> Joe Tuesdays, because um, it wasn't even a Tuesday. No, what, what was wasn't. Joe Tuesday doing out and about I don't in the know. city? Go back home, Joe. It's Frank's night. You've got one night in the city and Frankie it's not Fr- tonight. Frankie Fridays. Um, yeah, so what might have sounded expensive to someone else sounded yeah. like a bargain a to bargain. us because we'd already what? Googled. We're saving money. Yeah, so it felt like double down, we've got to do this. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, of course, have any electronic means of paying. No, but no because they're stuck in the 1980s. Yeah, well, <laughs> like how, do you, how do you do that? Real? I mean, honestly. No, you do. They like go to markets and things like that now. It's all just, yeah. they use like you cellular you can, stuff. They, they could have like a... A square. A square on their yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, like, there's yeah. so can, many yeah. options. It's like they don't want money. Uh, they probably did, but they just decided we weren't, We were never going to take a horse and carriage yeah. ride. They're like, these three jokers, <laughs> this is some some elaborate prank, or yeah. they're just going to wander off into the night. Uh, and so they went, 7-Elevens, just there. You can get cash out there. And we went, yes. Yeah. Did that. Got on the horse. Yeah. Were immediately embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> going, oh my god, who's oh, gonna see us yeah. doing oh, this? It no. was prime time Friday night. Yeah. It, it was about 8 30, 9 o'clock. Drinks for lots of people. And this particular horse and carriage uh, ride, because it starts right in the middle of the city, it basically just d- goes through the heart of the city. Yeah. It gives yeah. you a tour of all the just everywhere you'd it's expect all to go. You don't, you're not going nowhere to, close to the liver or anything. It's just yeah. heart, heart, heart. Heart of the city. Yep. All the way. Yeah, you're no right. ordering your way around the yep. city. Uh, so Rick and Carl started speaking in loud German accents to convince people <laughs> yeah. uh, when we were stopped at lights that we were tourists. Yes, <laughs> just so everyone could relax. Um, now this ride, I mean, um, we've, you know, we're talking about it. It was embarrassing and all of that. But I've got to say, from my point of view, it was surprisingly enjoyable. I guess because I've always looked at it from the out from the outside looking in. I've gone, what? Are you doing that? Can't be fun. You're just in a carriage, yeah. going around the city. How could you be enjoying that? Uh, but being in the carriage on the inside looking out, I was actually taken aback by how enjoyable yeah. it was. And I got less embarrassed the longer we, yeah. the further we went. Because yeah. it was like, at the start, I was like, oh, fuck, everyone can see us. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. And the thing is, in Melbourne, most people don't give a shit. No. Yeah. Like they're just, it's like if a celebrity goes down the street, most people are like, yeah, yeah whatever. 
Yeah. Like, you know. Like when McConnell, Carl, Carl McConnell goes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's, it's McConnell. McConnell, Carl, Carl, McConnell. McConnell. Peel, McConnell, peel, peel. So the things that I really liked about it is the actual sound of the horses clip-clopping. It's quite relaxing. Combined with the gentle swaying of the carriage. Combined with the mild stench. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because it was Horse stench. Yeah, there's an aroma of horses. And all of that combines to put you in quite a lovely sort of pastoral feel, doesn't it? it was, in a way that I was not expecting. Yes, and but you can't see stuff. Like you can't see – you can see out the sides. You, you can't see the horses themselves. You can't themselves. see the horses. No, you can just you can't hear sort them. Of, just the clock, clock, clock. Yeah, yeah. So it's, clock, it's clock, quite a really clock, gentle clock, sort of um, way of getting around. And they're banned at the end of the year, right? That's the whole reason why we decided to do this. Well, I think we I, have, the, the rush I, was on. I think they're not – I don't know if they're banned necessarily, but I think they've been pushed to the outskirts of the city. Right. Under the guise that the tunnel that they're building. Right. They can't be near that for some they reason. They can't be near all just that construction. The horses will fall into a hole. I don't know. Right, like right. I don't know what the reasoning is. But I think they'll still be around. But it is – I mean, it was great and stuff, but it's also still weird. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm – yeah, And they were nice, like the people. I mean, we didn't have a lot of interaction with them. No. But they were pretty nice. But I, And the other unexpected bonus um, was that being in the horse and carriage, I realised that for – you know, tourists might not want to do it, or they they don't want to spend the money to get in it. Mm. But geez, we made a lot of tourists happy. Yeah, as we were going around, <laughs> oh, yes. the amount of people taking oh photos of the horse and carriage. So, man. I like to think that a lot of people are just going, "That's those guys from How About This." <laughs> McConnell, Carl, Carl McConnell. <laughs> That's, how about this? They're in a carriage. It's like you two playing on the roof. Oh my god, <laughs> they've ticked it off the list. <laughs> but they've they've it talked up about the it list. for so long, and it's <laughs> happening right here, right now. Just, oh my god, that gives me hope for all the. Other things they said they were going to do. Going through the streets of Melbourne. Mama, 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 mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of very happy tourists. Yes, um, there really that was. Were, took a lot of photos and got in a lot of selfies of, with those horses mm-hmm. uh, and the carriage and the, the people dressed in their nice refineries. Um, so yeah, I felt like we were doing a, a service yeah. to all the tourists. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving them something to look at in Melbourne. That's and true. we did a uh, snap Chris Kringle as well. You can see that in the video, so we won't go into it here. I think that we... was your idea. We were... Yeah, we were drunk watching the Ashes in uh, a bar in Melbourne Central uh, because that was the only place we could figure that would ha- like a sports bar would yeah. have the, the cricket on. So we'd, we were by that stage, we, we'd played some electronic darts. <laughs> And uh, that was that was much more fun than I ever yeah. anticipated. I have to say, because Jason, you were like, "There's this dance place." I think I think you said, "I always, you know, I've always wanted to go there." Yeah, it's like down a flight of like, stairs. I'm like, mm. okay. Mm. And we go there. I was like, "This is awful." Yeah. Like and after about two minutes, I was like, "Actually, this is pretty good." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this. This is fun. Everything yeah. we did that night, we went in thinking this is going to be terrible, and oh, then God. coming out going, "That was, that was fun. Yeah. Surprisingly good." <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so we were we were sitting there watching the Ashes. There were about fifteen minutes before the shops closed yes. on the Friday before Christmas or two second Friday before Christmas, and uh, and I just went, "Hey guys, how about we do a Chris Kringle? Fifteen minutes to go, yeah. uh, fifteen minute Chris Kringle." And it was like, and I thought because uh, we were in a state by then, we'd we'd had a, quite a few drinks. I thought it was just me being a bit crazy and impulsive, and everyone went. Yes, that's a great idea. And we so said, "You got a twenty dollars limit. You got fifteen minutes. Melbourne Central is our playground. Go." But and it wasn't we'll, a night we'll, like that, though. We will like, meet under the clocks. Someone suggested something, and we're like, <laughs> "Yes, yes, yes. Let's do that." Yes. Rick's like, "I want to go somewhere where I can watch the cricket." Yes, let's go do yeah. that. <laughs> we went watch the cricket, and so yeah, it was uh, it was fun. You can see the results of that on our Facebook page. So head over to uh, Facebook, blah 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 forward slash. Yeah. How about this? 
podcast. <laughs> that's three. That's, that's three that's blahs. Spot on. Yeah. Three blahs. <laughs> Don't mess up the blahs. Blah 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 blah. Forward slash. Um, yes, that was good. Uh, so so we have we've ticked off the horse and carriage ride. Yeah. The other thing that we've ticked off um, was a very recent thing that I promised to do, and that was to put a broom on eBay <laughs> for one thousand uh, dollars. The Sweepinator two thousand. Uh, we talked about it last podcast episode one six seven, which was a prime number. Uh, and by one episode one six eight, it is up. It is listed. So if you want a slice of history, if you want to get some of the most expensive, how about this merchandise uh, that's ever existed? Uh, it's a one of a kind. Um, the sweeping out of two thousand is now live. On eBay, the link is on our Facebook page um, at Facebook, blah, 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 yep. um, uh, McConnell, can't come, McConnell.com. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the link is. You know, go, go to Facebook. How about this is yep. there? Uh, and you can click on the link for the sweeping out of 2000 And for just $1,000, uh, it can be yours. And guys, just, um, just to sweeten the deal, free postage. Free. I know. That was postage. my favorite bit. Um, we are willing to. We, care. we are willing to wear the postage we'll costs for cost. anyone who wants to buy a thousand dollars sweeping out of two thousand. Yes. <laughs> what I love is that I'm looking at it right now on screen, and it has four views an hour, guys. There are four people <laughs> yeah. who, at, per hour yeah. who are looking at it, going, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> or they're going. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe that's a bargain. Shit. Maybe that's oh. there's something special there about it. There must be this. something good about that broom. It's a thousand dollars. Thousand dollar broom. Oh fuck, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> I might reg- if I don't buy it, I'll regret it. I'll definitely regret it. You uh. should write free delivery in Mel- anywhere in Melbourne because people might panic right before Christmas. Yeah. Free go, delivery oh. anywhere in the world. Yeah. yeah. International well, free international it, shipping. If you want it, we'll send it. We'll yeah. send I'll it bring it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that thousand dollars. I'll jump on Yeah. And I'll meet you. Yeah. Um so yeah, so the that's a, another thing ticked off the list. Nice. Oh Our promises God. are getting fulfilled. It's a Christmas miracle. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas we're get, Christmas next miracle. thing, we're going to be watching an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I'm going to, because happen. it's summertime now, I'm going to relook into LARPing uh, because it's good weather for LARPing. Okay. Uh, and uh, LARPing. I'm going uh, to take us, take us down that road. Oh, jeez. Uh, look, a few months ago, I would have said it's never going to happen. But now, now I feel uh, like with this momentum, this newfound, yeah. maybe 2018's got a lot more momentum. Than and a thousand doing a thousand dollars buys a lot of costumes for laughing. That's <laughs> right, especially when a you only need a loincloth. Loin yeah, <laughs> well, you loincloth, baby savages, oil, savages from the northern lands. What <laughs> <laughs> um, weapons, my hands. <laughs> uh. Are you are you the mighty uh, warrior, McConnell, Carl, Carl McConnell? Yes. Eat McConnell. Just eat, a kilt. Eat McConnell. Just loincloth a kilt. and a kilt. <laughs> Is that a kilt or a curtain? Um, <laughs> uh, random facts, guys. Oh, wow, well, oh, yeah. Facts. Random facts, one, six, eight. Um, just a bit of science. Holding recess before lunchtime can increase fruit and vegetable consumption by 54% in do you, children. Oh, do you think it's a, a result directly of a fruit and vegetable cartel? Yeah. Just lobbied for recess? Well, I feel yeah, like yeah. my kids have lunchtime and then recess. Oh, really? But I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that, but I wanted to check. That's bizarre. Um, because it makes sense. Because you, they get to their first um, break and they're, they're hungry. Because, you know, they've, yeah, right. you know, they've, they haven't had anything since breakfast. And, um, yeah. and the only thing in their lunch, they, they, they don't eat their proper lunch and yeah. so they they eat whatever fruit's been packed for them or mm-hmm. it increases the chance that they'll eat that bit of fruit that their parents have put in mm. optimistically hoping it will get et. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't think they know mm. that the fruit gets eaten. That's true. It's just bought. Yeah. 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 They don't care as long as it's bought. Yeah. Um, well, you put it in the thing. I guess 
it, it's not coming home, so I guess there's no proof that it's eating. But I guess these statistics, they must be... That must be They must have done some research. Stats don't lie. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, if you have lunchtime first, then they eat their proper lunch. They yeah. get their sandwich in there. And then when it comes to recess... They're, they're like, like I, don't, I don't want a bit of fruit. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a bit full from lunch. <laughs> and, um, it's got a bit manky and by your now. And your recess is shorter and you're like, oh, I want to maximise my playtime. I want yeah. to maximise my downboard time. That's right. What did you... When you were in primary school, did you have? We used to have morning recess, lunch, afternoon recess. Did you have that? Um, yeah, yeah, we had. Yeah, but I don't know if they do now. No, like at I, I wagged primary school yeah. a lot. I don't, oh, really? I don't remember. Just primary school. It was just the recess. Whole, the, the whole, whole thing was recess. School. The whole thing was recess. <laughs> I'm sick, mum. Uh, yeah, we used to have much I'm more sick. breaks these days. Yeah, I think oh, there was work, three. Work. I think they should have more breaks. I think we should be these following. days. Yeah. No, less breaks. No, more breaks. Let's <laughs> go. Push them through. Oh, this, this is the exact debate that have... goes on in society and is replicated on Facebook pages around the world. They should have less breaks and longer holidays. Like, just put it on what here. I would like, change like about annual sc- leave. This is what I would change about school. Um, is at least in high school, I would start start kids later. Because the biggest the biggest issue with the older kids when they're teenagers is yeah. just trying to get them up and motivated. Right. If you could just give them an extra hour in the morning. I'd just be, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. everyone's life would be so much happier you know and better. would be great. Uh, if 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 you moved school mm. f- f- to late afternoon evening, mm. so like as a- adults, your kids are in school late afternoon evening. Oh, you could go out for restaurant yeah, meals, yeah. dinners, like that sort of stuff. It would, it would be like a boon to social time because, yeah. like, for a lot <laughs> of your good. children's life, your kids are getting looked after by someone else. Yeah, yeah. Like at school. Yeah, yeah, but you don't hardly ever get to take advantage Benefit of it, of you that. know, in any real way because it's like. During the day when you're trying to get stuff done, yeah. Yep. Whereas the evening, if school is in the evenings, mm. oh, wouldn't that just? Wouldn't I you feel alive? The how about this school for the misfit about- children? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so high school is kind of a nine till three ish kind of proposition yeah, for yeah. high school kids, but I reckon ten till four at least. There's been a like lot, study and research on that as well, yeah. where some schools have started at a ten, and it's like everything yeah. gets better. It's a revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm done have- with primary school as of tomorrow. Oh, uh, Geary's primary kids. school days are done. <laughs> Geary graduated. He finally graduated, graduated after Adam's, all those times. I think there's an Adam Sandler movie based on Jason's life. 72 times I've done grade six. <laughs> Groundhog, 72. Groundhog, Groundhog grade. <gasps> finally, I'm out, guys. <laughs> How'd you go? I failed. <laughs> <laughs> they won't take me back. <laughs> That's it. You've hit max. Yeah. Hit there cap. are no more schools in this state. No. Um, now, here's someone who probably doesn't need any more education because they've got street smarts. Uh-huh. In 2014, a Maryland woman used a fake doctor's note to explain why she missed sentencing on forgery and burglary charges. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is just genius. So she was meant to turn up to get sentenced for her forgery charges and, and she what? didn't. And so she forged a note to explain why she missed out on her sentencing. <laughs> you hats off, Maryland woman. But I mean, obviously she's been caught. Yeah, like, if no. you're up for forgery charges and you turn up with a doctor's certificate yeah. that's kind of similar <laughs> to your own handwriting, oh, no. surely. Maybe she's just a shit house forger as well. Like it's just scrawled. Like the letterhead is just yeah. handwritten. Like yeah. a really shitty pen or crayon or something. Uh, so this just... says you had the sneezies <laughs> from Doctor Doctor. Uh, and who's this? Your doctor's Carl McConnell. Carl Carl McConnell. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um. 
And then I, I and then the judge just like is like, this is the worst effort. I'm sentencing you to three years jail. And then she turns up to jail with a forged note from the judge <laughs> saying, this woman does not have, have to, to come go. into jail. Signed, Judgey McJudge. Judgey McJudge. Judge. Just and then she gets into a cell with a with a forged note. There's a note saying that you're not allowed to shiv me. Yeah. It's just an ongoing chain of poorly forged notes. When does it end? It never ends With until death. she dies. And she's probably already dead. Um, ooh. Oh. Propranol. Propra, uh, I can't, I've pronounced that wrong. Pro- no, I think you spe- I think you Propranolol. 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 It sounds like me trying to say phenomenon. Propranolol. There you go. I think I've known it. Propranolol is a common heart disease medicine that has the unintended side effect of making the user slightly less racist. The fuck? Wow. What's going on there? Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. How do you even test for that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And Just how and what? And what is it doing? And so if they can figure out that it's possible to be more or less racist, what's causing that? That. Yes. Like so surely Donald can, Trump has heart issues. We yeah. can get him onto this stuff at least. Cuz if you can if you can lessen it, yeah. then you can then that Oh, that's but, weird. Oh, yeah, so if it's a controllable, yeah. I mean, that opens up a lot of, I mean, a lot of things. So yeah. what does that mean? So does, is racism a disease? Like, yeah, or, is it, or a genetic or, it, or a... Um, maybe it yeah. just makes the it, racist receptors of your brain a little bit more... Yeah. A little less... Connected. I don't know, because I guess I mean, it makes sense. I mean, everything's sort of science-based. Sorry, I'm just going to... My um, earphones are giving All me right, echoey. Okay. Uh-uh. We needed to stop for some reason. Now um, sorry, just had to fix some tech difficulty. Dec- I can't talk. Tech difficulties, guys. Uh, we're experiencing them. Uh, but Dude, we're back. We're I'm about to have a, uh, a large swig of Kirk's ginger beer, which I anticipate is at least two and a half teaspoons of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so then all of our tech difficulties will be subsiding. Yes. Um, but yes, uh, so it makes sense, I guess, that it because it's all chemical and... Like uh, racism, I guess, is uh, like a, a heightened fear of certain yeah. things, or guess, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it, so weird. It makes sense that, that could be controllable. That you'd be less receptive to those sort of stimulus, those or, fears, or yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that us and them. But gee, I'd like to look more into that. That is um, really and, strange. And someone must be looking into it. And they should just like you know when they drop. Um, water on fires from airplanes. They should just fly over cities, just dumping that on people. Dumping the no. The people, everyone, gets, the people. everyone gets a better heart and a little <laughs> less racist. But yes. from a cynical point of view, the people who could probably achieve that, the uh, Elon Musk's of the world, um, are probably the ones who have realised they benefit from a certain level of, of racism, racism yeah. in the general populace. <laughs> yeah. Like they can exploit that much more effectively than if people were less racist. And nice. So Elon Musk is never going to help you out on that one. There will be no general firebombing. Of um, an, uh, of politeness, of antidote, of racist, yeah. an- racism, antidote. Let's just put it in the water. It's just good for business. Racism is good for business. There's a thing in in um, they've studied water tables, and if it has less lithium than other places, there's more violence and anger and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Than other places that have more lithium in the water. There you like go. Natural, natural, lithium. natural lithium. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We feel like we're we've, we're all in control of our own. 
yeah. uh, you know, our, our free will and everything, but we're just we're a not. jumbled mess of sort of uh, signals and electrons. Putting, putting back out what we get back in, you know? Yeah. You know, someone feeds us heavy lithium water. We, we, we're we're awesome. a different we person awesome. than we used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to be terrible and then I started drinking. But that's what 7up used to. Um, did I say that recently? Oh, Who knows? Say it again. 7up had lithium in it. That's why it was right. called. Yes. And there was a reason it was called 7up because of something to do with lithium in the. No, it's not the and that's number, a rock solid fact brought to you <laughs> by you McConnell, Kyle McConnell. Sorry, I'm not very well. <laughs> I'm actually sweating. And guys, did you know Mountain Dew? Uh, there was a mountain, and I think it was named from a guy. And then they, the ingredients were um, there's four main ones, but um, <laughs> and then the can. Had different material. I think uh, Pepsi is named after a guy who was looking at someone who was like bouncing around a lot, and mm. he kind of saw that bit of stuff. And then, he, <laughs> and then someone said that's and if we name that, uh, from we what could we see that's, bit of, we'll put that on the on the tin because it was used to be in a, a tin, tin, not aluminium or but, glass. But then they sometimes. couldn't. They tried to etch it. Stay tuned for the next episode <laughs> of the history of everything. But we were talking about Coca Cola a while ago. I think that's what it was. And did, co- did was there cocaine in it? And, yes. And apparently there wasn't. I think. And here's some more. Um, here's some more. But there was lithium in Seven Up. The dark go. history of um of things. Yes. The clerk who approved Alexander Graham Bell's patent over rival Alicia Gray did so after Bell helped him repay a loan to a friend. Oh, hello. Who happened to be Bell's lawyer. Right. Wow. Alicia Gray, is that a woman, Alicia? It sounds like I'd have to look into it, uh, but just my gut instinct, just looking at the name, uh, Alicia is typically a a feminine name, but um, I don't know what it was like back in the day. I know, back in those days, Um, names were weird. So um, I'd say, look, I'm 80% on 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 that side. Wow. Because I feel like we had a fact um, not that long ago where there was a similar thing, like patent. It was someone, it was like Isaac Newton or someone like that. Right. Had done something. Oh, Um, it was someone who was... Alicia Gray. Yeah, is that is that the name? Uh, yeah, E L I S H A. I spelled A. Oh well, there's your big mistake. I know. All I'm getting is like porn hits. I'm like, what? That's just your browser history. That's Google search just connecting to what you search almost. Yeah, there was someone like a mathematics. There was some mathematics. Yeah, it was it was like Newton or someone, and he was he did something, but he was also the head of the yeah he formed the committee. Yeah, he was the head of the committee. Who got to choose the thing? Yep. And he was the head of that thing. Yes, and, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And Super so dodgy. all of these people who've gone down in history um, have really just maneuvered their way into the history books. Yeah, they're just, um, they were the villains. That, oh, no, it is, in fact, a fellow by the a looks gentleman. of it. So yeah, we will right to be sceptical mm. about our preconceived notions of what is a masculine and feminine name. He's born so, to a Quaker family. So Alicia Gray had his, own, had his own telephone. Yeah. Um, Thing going, Alexander. They both put their patents in, and Alexander Graham Bell's patent got precedence after this little bit of wheeling and dealing, a little bit of money changing hands. That in fact, Alicia Gray invented the phone, and uh, allegedly, Alexander Graham Bell stole the idea. Oh, see, and all this, and you just never, as you're growing up, you're learning history, you never hear what all of these wheeling and dealing, and, and so they've played it perfectly. Alexander Graham Bell at the time. There must have been a lot of whispers. Yeah, lot of, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure Alicia Gray uh, was trying to drum up a bit of controversy. It's like, 
Yeah. This guy's the worst. Um, but all wow. of that controversy has been lost Who to knows? time. Yeah, everyone just knows that he invented the phone now. Yeah, so and so ah. he's played his cards perfectly. He's gone, sure, I'm the villain now, but eventually kids will be I'll learning about me history. and no one else. And there will be a company named after me. So what we need to do is become villains. Um, just, just, just steal an awesome idea. Weasel our way into the history book somehow. Yeah. Alicia Gray so, put his stuff in on February 14th. Valentine's Day. Uh, and, oh, uh, Valentine's Day and massacre for him. Alexander Graham Bell put him on March 9th with a lot of similarities. <sighs> so, so Alicia Gray got it in first yeah. a, almost a month earlier. Um, and Alexander Graham Bell paid his way into the history books. That is he bribed shit. his way into our educational mindset. Wow. What a We've got to bring Alexander Graham Bell down to, to justice. Think, if there's so. not a hip hop musical in this, <laughs> <laughs> musicals about people called Alexander always go well. They, go, they go never fail. Right. They never are a fail. winner. Um, Bell and Gray. <laughs> Gray um, Bell. So this is yeah. So look, that is um, in, in much the same way that we've got to elevate Betty Robinson yep. into the um, into the history, into into the history books, yes, um, into people's consciousness. We've got to start wiping Alexander Graham Bell out of people's consciousness. That's yeah. terrible. So I'm not going to say when I when I it, that colloquialism of I'm going to give you a bell. <gasps> no, no, I'm going to say I'm going to give you a gray. Give <laughs> you a gray. What? Hey, Graymy. Grammy. Grammy. There's an app. Grammy. Grammy. Um, Doesn't sound weird at all. In 1900, 38% of cars were electrically powered. We've gone backwards. The fuck? We've gone, we've gone um, environmentally backwards. In we've the 1900s, we're on the, we're on the forefront. We've, we've gone, gone down electric that, cars. That Alexander Graham Bell road there as well. It's just yep. oil companies manipulating. Yeah, that's what happened. Roads. Yep. Fucking Again. Yep. Yeah, we were on the right track and the bad guys what won. What was the date? What, what? In, the 19, in 1900. That's crazy. 117 years ago, 38%. That's almost half. That's a lot. Almost half of cars were electric. That's a lot. That was just the way you... That was just the... Just, if you're going to buy a car, you <laughs> might as well buy an electric one. Why not? It's simple. It's quiet. That's uh, crazy. And now, we, I mean, people can't even hardly conceive. I mean, you can sort of have a hybrid. Mm. That's the only way you can even conceive of an electric car yeah. as if it's kind of also got some gas flowing through it, some oil. Except all the electric cars that are there now. Where are they? Tesla. I hear a lot of talk. Tesla. I don't see them on the roads, Tesla. car. You don't know cars, though. There's Tesla. a, Teslas. How all... many do you see on the... Like, I'm, I'm asking you seriously. How many Like, how many would you see on, on a daily basis? Teslas? Like, yeah, on the, on the Melbourne roads. I see one a day. About one a day? Well, because there's one around the corner of my <laughs> it's house. It's the same car. <laughs> he sees one car. So you, no, I see quite a few. There's quite a few around. And there's like BMW, you've got a whole bunch of weird-shaped cars that are electric. Yep. Nissan have the Leaf, which is electric. There's a lot more... So they're coming. Cars now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're still, you'd have to say they're still pretty niche. Oh, yeah, they're niche. They're, they're yeah. In there. Would you say there's 38% of cars on the no road that way. you see are electric? No way. I would, but I'd <laughs> be wrong. <laughs> um, I'm not interested in facts. But he's bringing, but Tesla's bringing out the, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, it's like a, a, a everyman's It's version. just an ordinary car, yeah. So yeah. ordinary car price it's as Corolla. well. It's not a crazy, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. but it's electric. So, so that's the that's the tipping point. Because at the moment, they're kind of an, an elite yeah, yeah, you got to you got to spend, yeah, yeah, to get it. And so, Joe Tuesday, he doesn't have one. <laughs> Joe Tuesday, nor does Frankie Friday. <laughs> um, do you know but William gonna, Wednesday. Do you know who's going to get one? Who? Carl McConnell. Carl McConnell. <laughs> I, I imagine. I'm just going to say. I bet you don't. But then I thought you've already I got a Prius. You do because you've yeah, got a Prius. Yeah, yeah. you don't mind. You're just, halfway there. 
pretty much. Um, so, but look, we're still only going. We're, we're nowhere near nineteen hundred levels. I no, guess there not. was a lot less no. cars on the road. In yeah, I guess thirty eight percent. There was there's probably there twelve was cars. On that was thirty eight cars. Thirty eight electric. But yes, that's and they all got smashed up in one night. Dolphins can tolerate and recover from extreme injuries like shark bites. The healing process is very rapid. Even very deep wounds won't cause a dolphin to bleed to death. Gaping wounds heal in a way that restores the animal's natural body shape. Um, infection of large wounds is also very rare. Well, yeah, they're swimming in salt, salt water. <laughs> I mean, they literally are living. This dolphin in needs a, some saline. Sterile. <laughs> I feel like infec- infections in the ocean must be rare across the board. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, and I always used to, when I, I remember when I was a kid, I used to be amazed by animals that could regenerate stuff. Like you'd, you'd read about starfish yeah, yeah. Uh, growing stuff, and, and then the, the, like the um, lizards, lizards that could the grow skins. their tails back. Okay, that is amazing. That's like magic. What? And never realizing that humans just grow shit back as well. Like, yeah. uh, like not to that, not, not, often not to that extreme level. Like yeah, if no, you cut not, off a limb, it doesn't grow back. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but just all the cuts and bruises and stuff, and, you, and yeah, you just, yeah. it just. Like your shit just grows back, and like I never really thought about how amazing that is yeah. until Even I, like your hair until I suddenly did that you can hurt yourself and your body goes I'll fix that yeah I'll get it. you don't, I'll get don't it. even think about it leave just it with me I'll take, a bit. I'll leave take, it with me I'll get, take I'll get take that girl horse and carriage ride um so in some ways I can be amazed by dolphins but in other ways I'm like we're yeah. all doing that mate yeah yeah everyone's regenerating if you're not you're regenerating not you're not special you're gonna dolphins. die real quick though I do have a great idea for a comic book character what's that. The dolphin. The yeah. dolphin. Just it's like Wolverine. It's Wolverine, but he's a dolphin. But cute. <laughs> but he yeah, doesn't have claws. Doesn't have claws or anything. Just walks, uh, walks little, up to people and swims fins. up to people. And just slaps people with his little, little fins. fins. <laughs> little yeah. fins come out of his flippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, that's the end of Random Facts, guys, for now, this Christmas, uh, Christmas episode. Last, last week, I, I promised fan fiction, uh, Santa fan fiction. More promises kept here on this Christmas episode. And I have, I have not. Kept that promise. Oh, oh okay. shit. I mean, uh, the reason is I've had a really rough week. Oh. Uh, uh, the ongoing saga of uh, of money and stuff like that has been weighing heavily on me this week. The good news is it looks like it's working out. So I'm just going to leave that there in a public forum. Uh, but yeah, it's been a rough week and I haven't felt like uh, writing things. Erotic Christmas based yes. fan fiction. I can't believe Jason, I have written something <gasps> to help you out. <laughs> Werner. Thanks, Werner. Just when we need you the most. I I saw you over there when I was weeping quietly in the garage. (laughs) I like to watch you weep. (laughs) It arouses me. All right, Werner, Werner. I'm sorry. Okay. Step back. I I saw Jason failing and I decided rather than do nothing for the episode that I would – Contribute in the Christmas spirit. You're gonna make you're gonna make him look good. You like him look good. You believe in the Christmas spirit. That's I do. I have written for you a a song, uh, rewritten a very uh, popular song from Christmas. Are you aware of the twelve days of Christmas? Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a cracker. It's a long song. Yeah. It's very long. It's, it's a lot. 12 days. Strap it? yourselves <laughs> Oh, good, good. And it repeats a fair bit as well. It does. You can do it, Werner. Okay. Thank you, Werner. This is, wow. this is really nice yeah. and supportive. Thank you. Is this erotic fiction version of this song? Is that... No. Okay. Good. There's nothing erotic about yeah. it at okay. all. Yeah. Good. I the, just wanted to contribute in the Christmas spirit. Yes. All right. 
Merry Christmas to you all. Here we go. Go on. Would you like me to sing it or read it? Sing it. Okay. Yeah, that makes good sense. <clears throat> I just it, imagine your song. Yeah. I just imagine your singing is going to be your. It's like Rex Harrison-esque. Rex, Rex Harrison? Harrison-esque. Like there's not a lot of difference between your singing and, and your, your talking, talking, is there? I a... think you will find that there is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to be surprised. All right, go for it. On the first day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. That wow. is noticeably different. That is completely different. This is going to go forever. <laughs> That's all right. We've got forever. That's the beauty of podcasting. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a true understanding of the pointless submission to the expectation of others and the inherent disappointment and self-loathing involved therein. There's no point going on. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, that was, that was nice. I mean, it's beautiful. I questioned. Yeah, that is so crisp. I that, felt that question got answered. Well done, Werner. Thanks, Werner. You brought. I hope that Christmas I could cheer. bring some enlightenment to yeah. you yeah. and save you some time that because was... that song is awfully long. It is a long one, but <laughs> oh, I think God. your version really cuts to the quick. Just ultimately it. disappointing. So nice. What the fuck is a turtle dove? <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I feel like it's a bird. I feel like it's a turtle. I think it's a turtle with wings. I think it's a turtle strapped to a dove. Right. Here, I have one for each of you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Mine's, both of my my dove and my turtle are dead, Werner. Yes. And mine I've, are alive, which I might have be worse. French hands here, too. <laughs> it's hand dressed up in French made outfit. Did you? Right. Super glue a lit cigarette to my French hen's yes. beak. <laughs> and here is uh, a partridge in a pear tree. I dug up Danny Demi- Bonaducci. <laughs> <laughs> and I strapped him to a pear tree oh. for each of you. I cut him up. Oh, thanks. That's, I mean, so that's, that's messy. But art, you can't, no price on art. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thanks, thanks, Werner. Oh, I didn't get you anything. Werner. I'll. I have to think. Thank you, Werner. Thanks for thanks for covering oh, for wow. me. Oh, I've got good. a fact. Oh, Carl's list. A fact from Carl's list. I read this the other day. Just a little fact. That's um, what we need. In the 1880s, many Ooh. farmers communicated by connecting their phones to barbed wire fences. This process. You mean connecting their greys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> this process often allowed up to 20 people to be connected at once. Um, everyone's phone would ring regardless of who called, and the invention helped many farmers overcome depression and loneliness. Oh, that? So it was like hooking them up to their electric fences, were you saying? Just to their barbed wire the fences. The barbed wire fences. And it just it's conducted the thing. Wow. I found that on Reddit, and then all the comments were, yeah, like people talking about farmers and their, yeah. their parents that were farmers and things like that, and they still do that. Wow. Right. They hook it up, and you just it's like Google Hangouts, but wow. for people that don't get technology. Wow. Yeah, how's that? It's pretty crazy. Because yeah. all those wires, I mean, all that shit travels down wires anyway. It's yeah. Just wires is wires, mate. Yeah. So just hook on. It doesn't matter if it's if it's barbed wire or yeah. not. Because um, I remember there's a lot of like communal communal phone situations in n- not just rural areas, but yeah. um, sort of early on, there was a, a lot of the neighborhoods would just have commun- communal phones. So the phone would always ring. Um, everyone, everyone would pick up and spend the first five minutes going, no, I'm after Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so yeah, so that makes good sense. I think that's that's. Geez, wouldn't that be good if you were on Mad Gossip? Like you could just just pick listen up the phone, in, listen, just to listen to everyone, to everything. It's like you just hear breathing on the phone. It's like get off the phone, Ruth. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I, I, speaking of, of things going down wires, mm. um, I had a Facebook memory pop up yesterday yes. of the very first time NBN failed me oh. a year ago today. Uh, it was the very first memory. time. Yeah, it came we'll up Facebook. as a memory of me going, fuck you guys. I waited around all day. It was the very first time. And there wasn't even a single part of me that was like, oh, sentimental about it. <laughs> no. It just made me angry even more. <laughs> Oh, um, now we do have some um, Last week Melissa Eccleston Asked us um, To think about Any uh, memorable Or disastrous Or oh, um, that's right Or Christmas Christmas um, Situations That we might have had uh, So sort of our best ones Our worst ones Or any Anything in between, no, um, between. Anything Christmas related Well no, not, in, is, not in between Because um, that would be like We yeah. had Christmas yeah, We had some food right. And opened some presents Hey look If that's yeah. where you're at Carl that's then true. That, can, that can be a story. All I'm saying is, right, don't put okay. pressure on yourself. Right. Don't, what was the what's the greatest Christmas story oh God, I can think of? Oh God. It can just be a Christmas thing. Just, um, Christmas. just oh. for Melissa Eccleston. Um, I can. So I think probably my the only time I've had a bad Christmas experience because Christmas has always been reliable when you're a kid. Um, but I had one when I was a kid. One mm. Christmas we went to my um, aunt and uncle's house, which we hardly mm. ever went to. Um, so it was an unusual Christmas because normally we had it at our house or my grandparents' house. So I, I was used to that sort of thing. But this one year we went to my – I must have been about, oh, I reckon about s- seven. Um, we went to my, my aunt and uncle's and it was quite a long drive. They were sort of um, out, out of fair way. It felt like a long drive for a kid. It was probably like 20 minutes. You know? I know. It's like that, isn't it? Like you, <laughs> remember, you remember – like you do the drive and you're like, I remember this as a kid and it was fucking two – it's like days. Yeah, it's like you, you've gone two suburbs. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, kill me. Um, so we went there and, um, it was, there was a lot of people there, which I also, because oh. a lot of strangers, right. like it was a big, oh. it was a big thing. So I was, weird. so I was weird. So I was out of, I was out of, I was a bit feeling weird about the whole thing. Um, and so we'd done a while playing and, and then we, sort of night had, had fallen and we'd been, we weren't allowed outside anymore. So I was sitting and I found myself a seat and it was kind of, that was primary <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the time because the place was packed. People were sitting on the floor and stuff right. and I'd found a seat and then, um, my mum had come up to me while I was sitting there and, and sort of said to me, oh, is there a chance you could move to the to the back um, just because um, your, your little brother's not feeling that well so he, 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 um, uh-huh. we want to move him up to the front. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I didn't even realise I was at the front of the room. What's going on? <laughs> um, but I'm the like, sure. So I got up out of my seat and I headed to the sort of towards the back of the room. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm like, oh. What's, and then I look up and just some random person sitting in my seat. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, oh, well. But then I'm just sitting on the floor and I'm uncomfortable. Um, and I'm thinking, what was all that about? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. um, but then we go to go home um, and I go to sit in the front seat of the car, which is where I used to sit. Uh-huh. Um, and because we had like bench seats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my three brothers were sitting in the back. Um, and then my mum's gone, no, no, you agreed to sit in the back on the way home. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? And like so, that whole conversation was, was not about me. Where right, I was yeah, there. Yeah. it was about rearranging yeah. where we were sitting on the ride home. <laughs> and so I'd lost my prime spot <laughs> in the front seat, to, and I had to sit in the back, in the middle, on the <sighs> way home, in between my older brothers. Oh, so not only had I given up my seat at the party for no reason, because wow. that wasn't what that conversation was about. I'd also oh. had given up my front seat in the car on the way home. It was the worst 
Christmas <laughs> ever. Christmas is ruined. <laughs> Misunderstandings is abound. Oh. <sighs> Yes, and so my mum was saying that my, my, my brother was feeling car, was, had yeah, gotten right, car sick, right. you know, and you know, he'd eaten too much. Yeah, and yeah. He was going to, might get car sick on the way home, so could I sit in the back? Oh, right. son of a bitch. So, why did you sit in the front? Because you're not the, it makes sense that the youngest, I think might, I was, youngest or the oldest, maybe. But. Yeah, I think it was, it was, I either might have that wrong, it might have been my older brother. Uh, that I was swapping with, or it's because my younger brother was younger, and so he, he could sit in the middle, um, oh, in the back. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure how I've got how I've got that story <laughs> in my head. It was a long time ago. Yeah. All I know is Bench I lost seats. my spot Twice. in the house and in the car, uh, and it was <gasps> the worst Christmas ever. Did you get car sick and vomit everywhere? No, I never got car sick. He doesn't that get was car part sick. of my part of my curse. Oh, curse! My <laughs> lack of motion sickness. <laughs> Um, and best, you have a best? Uh, yeah, I think, oh, look, all the ones as a kid were pretty great, except mm. for that one. Um, and all the ones since I've had kids have been awesome. Um, right, yeah. Um, and so they sort of go without saying. But I get, the one interesting one I had, I think, was one with you, with all you guys. Oh. Um, it was when you used to live in, in like Woodstock Street. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was kind of the first Christmas where it wasn't, me as a kid, and it wasn't, and and it was before me as a parent, so it was that in between Christmas, and it was the first time I'd sort of experienced Christmas with a group of friends. It's like we all went yeah. to our Christmas things, and, and then, then we up. reconvened yeah. at your house on Christmas night, I yeah. think. Um, so we all had our Christmas lunches wherever, and then we reconvened, uh, and I was like, oh, it's just like a different because mm. it was like. We'd gone through my young, like after I wasn't a kid, uh, up until that point, I guess Christmas had just been like. You weren't really focusing on it because you were young and crazy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes you didn't even realize it was Christmas and whatever. But this was the sort of first one where I was sort of, um, you know, I was back in Melbourne and um, we'd all sort of established our yeah. Our, yeah. our lives Places and everything, and, yeah. and we were we were, into, we were doing improvisation, and we were, I felt like that was the sort of the Christmas where I felt like ah. Oh, yeah, this is a yeah. group of friends, and we're sharing something, and so that sort of felt uh, unique as a Christmas experience for me, and I yeah. and I really enjoyed it. And then we went and had kids, and we never did it again because <laughs> uh, we used to. Um, before that, we used to go to like Catherine Colgan's, like a friend of ours. Yep. Um, like we do our day things for Christmas, and then we come yeah. hang out at, at her house with mm. her parents and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. they, in the backyard with a fire, and her dad would have the cocktail. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's, that's that was, and that still had sort of a parenty vibe. Yeah, yeah, and it still had a because it was at someone's parents' house. That's right. And man. we're probably still living at home and stuff during yeah, that yeah. time as well. But yeah, no, I remember that at Woodstock Street. I think it was it was late nineties. Like it was probably nine yeah, yeah. nine. I reckon. And just felt like oh, we're adults in a yeah. in an adult world doing adult things. Yeah. Nice. Let's all take ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, okay, I've got one. Um, well, I've got two, but best and worst. I'll go with my worst first because it's shit. <laughs> um, so uh, when my parents are still together. Um, it's already bad. It is. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> um, my dad was hammered because yeah, he was all was, the time. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's he's hammered, but he's also just fucking off the planet. So he stops our Christmas dinner halfway through, yes, and starts talking about the starving kids in Africa. Oh, oh shit! It is good. It's good to think about that. Yeah, yeah. And then he keeps going on about it, yeah. and then he gets like fucking texts and things, and starts drawing on the wall 
the planet Earth and <laughs> oh, then shit. the countries and then where Africa is. And it was before Google. This, this was yeah, before. So, yeah, so like these days, you could have Google. That. You'd Google a picture of the Earth and or yeah, Africa. Or but we didn't have that. We didn't have that technology. How else was he going to show you? An Te- atlas. Text is on the wall. Pop- <laughs> possibly an atlas. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, he's drawing on this thing and he's writing on these crazy fucking beautiful mind things <laughs> on like statistics. the wall. Um, and then he literally starts grabbing our plates and starts putting them into plastic bags because he wants to mail them. He wants them to mail, to, to, oh, wants to mail them to we've got, Africa. We've got too much food. He wants to send them to Africa. <laughs> like, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And then my best Christmas. And then he woke the up next... in the morning. He's like, who the fuck's been drawing on these what walls? What the fuck what is the... this, Carl? <laughs> where's all... like drawing? Where's, where's, where's all my plastic bags? <laughs> I want to make a sandwich. <laughs> where's the food? Oh. So, yeah, that sounds um, pretty horrendous. Yeah. And then my best one was the next year because my parents had split up. And <laughs> there's that single parent guilt thing where... Oh. We were poor as shit, but fuck, we made it like bandits. Yeah. <laughs> like you get, because I remember when we were young, you'd have like little presents and they'd kind of build up to maybe one big present sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Every present was a big present. Yeah, right. Like I'd got this, Marquee. I'd get my present and go, this is awesome. Everything else And we're getting a Tandy TRS-80 oh. and I'm getting a remote control car. What? Like just like, what? Yeah. This is the best thing. Yeah. But then every Christmas after that was like, oh, well, as good as last Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Though there's where, no... Where to from there? Yeah. I don't know. Let's mail this food to Africa. Yeah, yeah. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. Swings and roundabouts. So they're mine. I don't have any good ones or bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're all pretty good. Like yeah. they're all on a pie. Nothing that sticks <laughs> out. I'm yeah. sure if I really dug down, sure. I, I probably had some shit days or some sulky days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some good days. But generally, they're pretty good. They're pretty chilled. Um, it's lovely uh, watching your own kids open presents and yeah, uh, and enjoy. That cool. was a, that was a big shift for me, uh, only because up until that point it was kind of like, and now I'm kind of just happy with socks and whatever. Like, I and so and my kids are all just like, just give me cash. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? They're, they're at a they're at an age where like gift cards and stuff like that are, are like, uh, and yeah. I'm, I mean we get them stuff yeah, as yeah, well. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. um, but for you know they're just they know what they want and yeah, <laughs> stuff no, like that, and so true. they're all kind of getting into you know teenage times and and things like that, and so Christmas is changing again to be pretty chill and lay back logistically. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, logistically, this year is, is a bit, bit more crazy. We've got another thing on as well. So Ooh. we've got two things Christmas Eve, and we're hosting Christmas this oh, year. That's oh, that's always really? a big one. Wow. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm going to do a lot of baking. and uh, oh, There's going to be some sweet bread yeah, action. Sweet, sweet bread action. Uh, so, yeah, look, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Christmas is Christmas. And yeah. yeah, there's been good ones and bad, but nothing that really stands out for me. Um, on on either yeah. front, you know, they're all pretty good, and none have been super awful. The yeah. ones I don't like, I mean, it's still fine, but it's like when it's like stinking hot, thirty seven, yeah, d- d- degrees, yeah. and it's just yeah. like you're eating that food. We had a Christmas a couple of years ago at my mum's, um, and it was one of those days where it was that hot, and there was they got no aircon or anything like that, so we were just sitting there at the table, and you could visibly look over at the other person and see the sweat running down their yeah. face, like it was yeah. so hot. Yeah, eat the roast chicken, eat all the hot food, <laughs> eat it all. <laughs> Put the Santa suit on. Oh, Drink this eggnog. <laughs> it was the worst. Hot eggnog. Sit around the open fire. <laughs> we're roasting chestnuts. <laughs> Sit around it. Arr. Um. I've got to say, my Chris, my my Christmas is just getting better. Yeah. Um. Because my kids, my kids are right into it, just the whole fun of it. Um. And I just, I've, I've embraced it. 
yeah. I made a decision because I went through my my uh, sort of early early twenties and and you know late teens, early twenties, just being like couldn't be fucked about Christmas. You know, you're right. not a, you're not a kid anymore. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You sort of moved on, and you're like, whatever. I'm not even getting. To, you didn't bother with any decorations or anything. Yeah. Um. And then sort of once I had kids and started to sort of um get more involved in Christmas, and then I just made the decision. I'm I'm embracing Christmas, in 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 the way that I guess some people have decided to embrace Halloween and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I'm going to embrace it. Um. Just the the, the 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 decorations and the Christmas carols and the, um and the kids the kids we have the the whole month is great <laughs> right up yeah because we do we, we we put the tree up right at the start of the month um and then they they've got their advent calendar that they share and um it just feels like that the month is full of joy yeah uh, and I'm and they're, board. Ha- they're finishing school as well yeah so yeah like there's all this good stuff and yeah and, cool. and people are going Christmas shopping and the Christmas list go up on the fridge and oh, I feel like. December has reinvented itself in my mind as the happiest month of the year. <laughs> Which what I was the happiest was month of the year before that? Probably May. My birthday. Oh, right. Birthdays. Okay. Birthday. That's everyone's, everyone's favorite yeah, month. My birthday, birthday, Bridget's yeah. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. There's Mother's Day. Felt Alexand- like there was a lot happening in May. Alexander's birthday. Yeah. Uh, Liam Amor's birthday. So many birthdays. So many. Beth Proudly's birthday. Oh, it is too. So many birthdays. Oh, my God. Uh, but now Christmas has taken over. It has. Um, for you, for yeah, me, for, uh, just for me, sure. Why yeah, not? yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't have a tree this year, oh, because we're gonna be away for Christmas. Well, Bridget, Bridget, Miria, <laughs> <laughs> gonna put that one in the put that one in the gag reel. I think now I'm gonna play that on high rotation. I think this is the worst Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you're going away? They're, yeah. So they're already they've already gone, and I'm joining them on Saturday to. Venice, oh, so you're, you're home Bay. alone? Yeah, yeah. Already? Yeah. What? What? So you don't know? So, so are they? When are you going to be alone? They when? left yesterday. Oh, because what's the day? Oh, it's almost Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And, and and then I think it's. So you're going to be down there for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we didn't have oh. a tree, but I felt weird because we didn't yeah. have a tree, and it's like you should oh, have had one. And we put lights up. We got yeah. lights out the front of the house. So you got solar powered lights and a bit of stuff like that. And but yeah, we just didn't have a tree, and I was like, oh, yeah. Well, you should have put a up a little one. something. I know, but we had a shitty tree. Yeah. And then we bought a living tree last year. Yeah. They're designed for one season. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's like, and though it was expensive for yeah. what it was. Nah, you know, considering it's going to die. If you reused your tree, like living tree, every year, like yeah. it just goes a living tree. Yeah, yeah. or like some just, people, some people do have a plant. Like yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. they can't give alive. But, but just, like chop one down rare. and then let it rot for yeah, the year and then like, put it back up again. <laughs> I feel like the Werner might do that. I've had the same tree for sixty years. How's it going? I love it. <laughs> is it like what does it look like? Is it if you can imagine uh, uh, me standing with no skin or muscle at all, yeah. with my limbs stretched out, but also limp at mm. the same time, mm. like a contemporary dancer trying to express himself through movement, yeah. and then wrap that with tinsel. <laughs> That is my Christmas tree. Oh, beautiful. It yes. is the happiest tree on earth. Yeah. Well, I feel like part of it will be sludgy as well. Like yeah. maybe a bit of sludge. Actually, it's probably post-sludge now. I oh, think yeah. The it's petrified. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, that's there good. was a sludgy period. Yeah. yeah, there would have been a sludgy period. <laughs> and a stinky period. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no sense of smell. Oh, oh that's, that's right. I think you mentioned yeah. that. That helps. I'll just be over here. See you, Werner. See you, Werner. That does paint a good picture. Very yeah. Christmas-y. Very lovely. Um, 
Is that it? I think that was it. We all just paused. Oh, wait, no, wait. Um... Uh, sorry, Kiki Eyebrows Hannon uh, put a couple of little Christmassy things on. One of them is uh, look, I don't like to have a go at Kiki Eyebrows Honan, um, but she has tread a very similar path to um, DJ, DJ Payne in that she has asked us for highlights of 2017. Oh, God. Um, and look, I'm not going to go as hard on you, Kiki Eyebrows Honan, because I know, uh, look, you've only recently accepted us back into your life. And I, <laughs> I don't want to scare you away um, straight away. But I do feel like um, all of our highlights of 2017 will be occurring as usual in our reminiscence episode, yes, which will be the very oh, next episode that we record. Oh yeah. Um, so do hold out for that. Uh, I know she was asking for it in the hopes that it would get us into the Christmas spirit, um, right. or, or to spread some Christmas cheer. Talk about some of the good things that happened in 2017. So I understand where she was coming from. That um, that you know Christmas. Doesn't it? Some people are, you know, some people struggle to get in a good mood. Yeah. And that us talking about good things might help. Yeah. Um, but if you want to get in a good mood, just hook your phone up to some barbed wire fences. Or, yeah. um, you know what is guaranteed to put you in a good mood? The sweeping out of 2000. Yeah. Yes. Uh, $1,000 worth of happiness. It, there is nothing that Broom can't do. I mean, well, there's one thing it can do. It's sweep. It can sweep. Yeah. It can sweep. <laughs> yeah. But in fact, that's the only thing it can do. Well, you could use it as a pretend horse. Oh, yeah. You, uh, your imagination is your only limit yeah. about what yeah. sw- sweeping out of 2000 yeah. can accomplish. Yeah. Completely. Uh, and all, also, it's many logistical um, shortcomings. I mean, there's a lot of things it physically can't do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. again, your imagination, is, I mean, you could yeah. probably get over a lot of those barriers. Yes. But if you want to sweep, it can 100% do that. I mean, without any All imagination. All day. All day. You um, just need to, you just need you to show it the way. You just need to use your muscles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like you, you can't can... sweep by itself. No. <laughs> or it's... can it? That's the that's the sweeping out of three thousand. Yeah, um, two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Kiki Abraz wants to know if we have any wishes for Christmas miracles. Well, if you'd asked that this time last year, I know Jason Geary would have said, "I want my fucking NBN. I want my NBN." But that Christmas miracle has been ticked off. Ticked off. My internet still just randomly dies. Yeah. So does mine, and every time it dies, I'm like. They've cut me off because yeah. I haven't paid a bill yet. <laughs> and then I reboot my thing and it starts up. I'm like, okay. Where have you rested on that? Have you reached out to them? Have you well, confessed uh, your crimes? Well, I, I, I haven't confessed my crimes simply because I haven't had enough money to pay them. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I haven't been paid sure, yeah, uh, you're wait with to you. things. So uh, that looks like it's sorting out. And once that happens, I will be reaching out to them just so it's done and dusted. But, yeah, I've been kind of silently just going along waiting for my money to catch up with me. Uh, so I can spend it on them, but yeah, still no contact, still mm-hmm. no emails, no bills, no anything. I I, yeah, I know it was the right thing was the thing I said last time where you should probably get in contact with them. Yeah, yeah I kind of think, but fuck now, them. yeah, fuck the big man. You know, so now I feel like yes, I mean, it's, a, it's a risky you know, game. Sticking it to the man well, well, because they I, can they can come at you eventually. But I say, and then if they ever come just, at you, you fight them. And then you tie him up in court. Yeah. You represent yourself. You call the ombudsman You're straight away. You're a disheveled, hard-drinking, <laughs> disgraced lawyer. I would like to represent myself, please. <laughs> no, you're out of order. But represent yourself as Werner. Yeah. Or, um, I would like <laughs> Werner Michael Herzog Bay. to, I would like Werner Herzog to represent me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, I would like to call Michael Bay to the stands. <laughs> I have a witness. 
See, Michael Bay must be busy. What's he been doing? He has not visited us in a long time. That is true. We haven't seen him for a long time. I feel like he's uh, probably shooting a a bunch of stuff at the moment. Possibly. Uh, Maybe he's keeping a low. Maybe he got caught up in the whole Weinstein thing. Uh, I reckon he's laying low because it's... I feel like he is... Actually, Michael Bay is ripe for disgrace. Sure. Because you heard... There's someone that if you heard it, you'd go, not surprised one iota. I would be surprised... if he didn't. Yes. Like, I'd just be like, oh, really? I thought he would have totally because he's a dickhead. And uh, we were talking recently about Jeffrey Rush. Um, we were oh, talking yeah. about him on the oh, podcast. Yes, and then, that. and then um, just after that, he, he got very litigious. <laughs> right. So I feel like our podcast is definitely in line to be taken down by uh, Jeffrey Rush. Yes. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so, yes, again, and Michael Bay, he, I mean, he's a longtime friend of the podcast. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, so, but so a Chris. Uh, to, rather than talking about horrible things, let's talk about <laughs> nice things. Christmas wishes. Um, Kiki was really hoping to we'd be able to put people in a good mood. We've done nothing but drag everyone into the mud. Um, Christmas miracles. I've got. I mean, apart from the big stuff. Um, I, What's the a, big stuff? A, a world peace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. starvation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. No crops. All that stuff. I mean, I mean it goes without saying that at the end of every Christmas we put our, all of our food into a plastic bag and send it to Africa. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everyone does that. That's sensible. They need that food, guys. <laughs> um, but um, let's just like weird. What's some weird stuff I'd like to happen? Like, um, simple Christmas miracle for me. We're all going to the Boxing Day test. Yes. Yes. All I'd really like, um, and I feel like it's achievable, uh, but it's out of my hands. Is for the three of us t- to appear on the big screen at some point. During- <laughs> yeah, I feel like every year we're there, uh, and every year they they randomly flash people in the audience who get yeah. to wave awkwardly. Yeah. when they realise they're on the big screen, mm-hmm. and it's never us, guys. It's never. It's us. never been us. Um, even when we turn up to for to, twenty years, twenty when, plus years. Even when we turn up to the cricket, um, for like um T twenties and stuff with with kids with us, yeah. who max surely maximise yeah, your chance yeah. of getting on the big screen because yeah. they're cute, they're wearing they're, weird shit on their dressed, head, yeah. they've got face paint. <laughs> um, even then, we've never got on the big screen. I've never had to wave awkwardly and point at the big yeah. screen and then realise, oh, I don't want to just be on the big screen pointing. I've got to do something and wave. I've never had the chance. We need a like routine, Mike Chris. Yeah, I guess we ne- we do never turn up in costumes. So but we not- need a routine. Like when it flashes on us, we like five, six, seven, eight, and we bust the moves. <laughs> we need it. We need like a totally s- synced. Yeah, and, but, and we also need a six letter word so we can write one letter each on each of our breasts yeah. and ah. rip our shirts off yeah. and do this routine. Mm. It is going to be stinking hot the day we're there. Apparently, it's going to oh, be there you go. thirty-four. Um, oh, so shit. that could be a simple Christmas miracle because the only way it can happen is just by the, the fates. You know, this mm-hmm. is really yeah, in yeah. the hands. So this is really in Christmas miracle territory because there's nothing we can. Apart from turning up in snazzy costumes, yeah. which I'm just not willing. Maybe I feel, we could hire they, a supermodel because they often pick out very attractive. I don't. I don't, don't want to get grubby with it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to compromise our values. Um, just be us. Yeah, I just want the three of us to end up on the screen on the as screen. us yeah. uh, because they do flash to random people. Like yeah. it's not just people in costumes. It's not just supermodels. It's not just cute kids. It is also just your random three guys like us sitting around. Yeah, watching the cricket. Chanting. Why not us? Why not us? Chanting Carl, McConnell, Carl, Carl, McConnell. So there's a very simple, achievable Christmas miracle. Come on, Christmas miracle mine would, energy. Mine is taking out all the big things like world hunger. Yes, yeah, North Korea not ending the world. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, sorry, Kiki. Oh, God. I just gotta, Keep it light, Carl. Get together. Keep it light. Have some more Kirks. Okay. Um, snow. I want a white Christmas. <gasps> like that a would be a Christmas I want miracle. a northern hemisphere Christmas. I want to wake up in the Without morning. Without having to go to the northern hemisphere. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. 
A lot of your things are. I mean, a lot I want the, I want other parts of the world to come to me. Yeah, a lot of your dreams are the fact that you want to live in England. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like because something else was like you wanted to be in a green in living green yeah, yeah, fields. Yeah, yeah. I think it was where you could retire to yeah, or something yeah. like that. And yeah, it, yeah it's you really are fucking, living in the wrong part of the world. I am. I fucking hate the yeah. Australian landscape because you started in the right part of the world. I yeah. did, and then they flew in England me here. and they took you away. They ripped you away. Forcibly removed and you. You've got that embedded in your brain. It is. And when you were in England, it would have been so much cheaper to send food in plastic bags to, to Africa because it's yeah. so much closer. Oh my god, the postage itself. Yeah. Oh, so um, I think your Christmas miracle is just to wake up in England. That's that's probably yeah. It's achievable. Yeah. If we, we sell that to- broom, it's all going to you. <laughs> <laughs> when we were um, in uh, France, we were France, France. We were at um, I can't remember anything today. The Versailles. Yes. Yep. Oh God, this is such a struggle. Come on, Carl. Okay, we're almost there. Christmas miracle is for you to get through this podcast. I just, I had like, a, passing out. I'd give myself an hour's energy and we're yeah. six minutes past now. It's, <laughs> it's all gone. done. Let's make Carl um, yeah. But I remember just like, we, I'm walking through these like forests and stuff they've got at Versailles and stuff. And I was like, ah, I feel like I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> the green flowing this fields. Is this is it. This is what I want. The manicured lawns. Not the red earth and the no. fucking shitty gum trees and stuff of Australia. Yeah. Oh, oh speaking, speaking um, I don't think I talked about that. No, I haven't. Um, last weekend, I, I um, filmed a short film and one of the actors in it was a girl who was just in season two of Wolf Creek. All right. Oh. And um, so I was like, oh, awesome. Because I, I loved uh, season one of Wolf Creek. Uh, oh, really? That's good. Uh, well, I love that. Is I, it like the movie? I haven't seen the movie. I know. Yeah, I love all that shitty horror stuff. I love it. So it's, it's right it's right up my alley and it's tense and I love the character. Um but the um obviously the movies and season 1 of Wolf Creek um I've always felt that the tourist boards of the outback must yeah. fucking hate right. that because you watch it and just like well I can never go travelling in the outback by myself but surely oh. there's a subculture of people who are like yeah we'll oh, yeah. freak it well, out. Uh, yeah, swings and roundabouts. I yeah, feel yeah. like there was a there must be a small bump in you know Creek, you know, horror fans yeah. who are like, I want to go, uh, yeah. or people who like to be afraid. Yeah. But mostly the people who just want to experience the outback and have yeah. a nice time have gone, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they must experience a dip. Um, but then I've also, when I was watching them, I thought, but what would happen is that people would think, oh, I could do it in a tour group, you know, because right. I mean? yeah. then you're safe, you know, you're in a group, you're, in, you're with a proper tour and that's company. what season two is and season two is a tour group oh, getting, yeah. getting uh, mixed up in the whole thing like yeah. a tour group gets kidnapped by this uh, psychopath and he hunts them down one by one um, and so <laughs> I thought you fuckers it's like that was the one thing that people were clinging to well, <laughs> sure I can't go by myself and uh, I don't want to take my family out there just yeah. be in a car um, but I'll go in a group that's a safer way to do it and now <laughs> that is also off the books off it I wonder if Wolf Creek are uh, like uh, hold the tourist board to ransom. They're like, here's our plan for season two. <laughs> if you pay us this much money, we right. just won't make it. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're, if we make it, we might make this much money. Yeah. Or you could just, as the tourist board, pay us that money and we won't fuck you, <laughs> we won't yeah. fuck you over. <laughs> and they're like, and the tourist board's like, we can't afford it. And they're like, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well, so. You had your chance. <laughs> you gave you a chance. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have spent all that money on the sweeping edit 1000. <laughs> 2000s. <laughs> Bruce, sweeping out of one, two, 2000s for everyone. There's a lot of dust in the outback, guys. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of dust. We're going to clean this up. But those films are full of that red, dusty earth. Oh, you know, just, and, the, and the barren landscapes yeah, that Carl 
could not be fucked with. And trees that just don't have branches and leaves because yeah. it's like, oh, it's, it takes too much energy. It's just, it's just full of life that was determined to survive yeah, yeah. Uh, and sacrificed any beauty <laughs> for just function. It's like, we could be nice and f- we can have flowers and we could look nice with the leaves or we could just like desperately spread our roots searching for whatever water is available and we could get craggier and craggier. Uh, and that's what the outback is for. I can live for 50 of. years without water. I can. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll show you. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, yeah. again, uh, we started Happy talking days. about Christmas Happy and we days. ended up talking about mass murderers in the outback. Merry Christmas, man. I have a Christmas wish that yes. uh, I would like to just get fucking paid. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a Christmas. Pay me my money, Santa. You know I reckon there's more chance of me waking up in England. <laughs> Merry Christmas, boss. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope we've spread some cheer <laughs> to all. Uh, so what are your Christmas miracles that you hope for, listeners? Very strong memories of us doing exactly this last year. <laughs> We're shitting on Christmas. When we have to do something, we can't do it. Yeah, yeah. When you've got one job, try yeah, to spread some cheer. Job. It's not. And also, guys, we're all going to die. Life is futile. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. That is correct. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and to all, a good night. Shred by we pixel doodle. <laughs>